Hey, Colin. Hey, Sam. How are you, man? Well, other than that, pretty good. <laughs> we, hey, you know, it can't always be perfect, you know? Like, we're trying to show you raw and uncut, so... We are the, here as unfiltered as it gets. The fact that we're not perfect people actually makes this podcast a lot more interesting. Because if we were perfect, it would be just straight 45 minutes on the dime talking about caffeine. Well, we can talk about other things, too. So how was your summer? It was pretty good, Sam. I appreciate you asking. Um, you know, things didn't go perfect, but it happens. You know, you go with the flow. We were working. We were stacking the cheddar, getting our money up. <laughs> Not our funny up. <laughs> um, as you do, as you're supposed to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it went by pretty quickly, you know thankful i'm alive i didn't die this summer so that's good no that's huge i I, that's actually really big yeah um do you have any like goals right now in your brain yeah um i think you know some goals of mine are just you know uh maintaining the the video editing stuff that i do making sure that that doesn't you know get stale um you know now that we're back also, you know, hoping to keep the Mean Bean show consistent um, and good health. Good health is really consistent. Important. Consistently, you know, attending the gym. That Those are my goals right now. Awesome. That's great. How was your summer, summer Sam? Um, <laughs> it was good. Summer Sam is, they're confusing. Yeah. They, they are interchangeable a lot. But I would say that it was a lot of work. You know, I, I tried to keep my funny up. Um, okay. I tried to be, I tried to still be creative and I actually, I finished my website. So funkadeliccoffeehouse.com. It's about three weeks old. Like I haven't updated it at all, but it's got a good format. Shout out Squarespace. Yeah. I use Squarespace too. Not sponsored. Not sponsored at all. So, but if you want to, so if you want to, please do. <laughs> and we have cameras in here right now, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Also, by the way, we probably should start with this, but like, welcome to the video, yeah. everybody. Um, for season two, we are planning on incorporating more video. But uh, you know, you guys already saw that when we went to Milwaukee Cafe, which is quite incredible. Yes, I must say. Which is the place that we're really talking about on this episode. But before that, we have to announce something about our new season, and we're getting rid of the grading system. How do you <laughs> feel about that, Colin? You know. I think it was a really challenging decision on our part, Sam. Uh, you know, we thought about it for a very long time, thought about it some more, and we decided, you know, we don't need to grade things in a, in that sense. No. We can just talk about places, we go there, talk about our experience, what we liked about them, maybe what we think could be better, but we don't necessarily have to put a number on it. Yeah. We're not really speaking from too much experience. We're just two coffee goers, and yeah. we love it. And I think it's a important thing because it's like if we grade coffee, coffee is so different anywhere you go. So it's it's I don't think it, we should grade it on that, like on a scale of 1 to 10, but more of like what individual elements, which means we are still keeping the, the mean, mean bean, bean factor. factor. Yes. Yes. I love the mean bean factor. It is a big part of the show, and it's going to be incorporated into the Milwaukee Cafe. So I'm going to start and ask you, what were your initial 
thoughts of Milwaukee Cafe? My initial thoughts were, okay, a little small. You know, not, not necessarily a place that you would go to, like, sit down and work on stuff. But um, I thought it was a cute little place kind of tucked away. You know, it's it's not, you know, as you said, it's not necessarily off the beaten path, but it's not, you know, in the heart of downtown, which is kind of nice. It's a little bit tucked away from everything else. And my initial impress- impression was just that it's a cute little spot off, you know, where people would normally go. And it, it definitely seemed like more of a conversational place than, you know, a, a work place. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's more of like, you wake up, you want to go catch up with a friend, go there. And to mention just something off the rip, I want to say that their breakfast burritos were really good. Yes, but I think we should hold off on that for okay, okay. a little bit. I know. I'm getting I get, a little excited. I, I know. I'm just hungry. And I think I just, it was the first thing that came to mind. But when we walked there, I, I know the area a, a little bit just because a new center with um, with the the. What's it called? What's the building? I'm trying to think of the building. Albert Kahn built it. I just don't know the name. The Fisher Building. Thanks, Connor. Shout out, Connor. Um, Connor is our manager? Manager slash just kind of moral support, I think. He's huge. Yes, he's off to the side here. You can't really see him, but we do have a live studio audience today. We do. And... Just shout out McKenna because we got to stick true to our roots and she's been here since the start. Big shout out McKenna. She's but, also off to the side. Can't see her right now, but we can't do the Mean Bean Show without McKenna. No, that's true. She's a huge part of it. But I really like when we walked in there. It's kind of a corner and it's connected to a bar, which is Keesling, which I've never been to, but I heard is pretty, it's a cool place. Um, it's right by the Paquette plant where the first Ford cars were made. And just the Italian style, it's almost like a bar. Like, you can kind of, yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, it, it, um, they said that the design was, you know, it was modeled after an Italian coffee bar. Yeah. Like, if you go to Italy, which, you know, granted, I've never been there. But, it, you know, in Italy, it's much more like that's a common layout as a coffee bar where, you know... Here in America, it's much more like you go in, there's a lot of seating. Everyone's kind of, like, posted up on their laptops. Um, in Italy, and, like, for most, you know, most other countries, for the most part, it's, it's much more of a conversational piece and a place you hang out and gather rather than something you do while you're, like, working. And that was very, you know, evident when we walked in. It, it's not really designed to, to sit inside and work all day, um, which isn't, like, a good or a bad thing. It's just it's different than a lot of other places around here. Also, very green. Very green. And the espresso machine was green. Like, the whole espresso setup was green. I just want to say about this, I think you know this about me, but I'm I, I'm a hard worker, but I'm also a man of leisure. And I love just chilling and hanging out. And that was a great morning to be there and just hang yeah, out. Yeah, it was and, beautiful outside that day. Yeah, and it was a great environment. Like, there was a lot of people there. It was active constantly. I saw... I recognized some painters I knew, and, like, there was film students there. Yeah, we ran into a few students um, from CCS. They were filming something. And then there was also the other guy, which we didn't get to bump into, but he was filming something, too. So there was a lot of stuff happening in, like, the hour or so that we were there, which it felt very lively. It felt very uh, spontaneous, which is really nice. Yeah, 
And I, I don't even know what time we ended up going, like 10.30 Like 10.30, yeah. Yeah, so, and then I, the coffee I got was, it was just drip coffee, and it was really good. And I, I enjoy drip coffee when it's starting to get in that fall weather, because it's, it's awesome. And not too much caffeine can do a lot for your soul, but too much can make you a little shaky. Mm. Well, just hate I make it. make me a little shaky, and not in the right way. Not like dancing <laughs> on the floor, but like shaky as in like you get the itches. I'm I'm jittery. Yeah, I I shouldn't be drinking caffeine right now, but I am. So, shout out to that. But I'm not gonna name the product. Okay. It's not even co- it's not even coffee. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, um, I got a an iced vanilla latte. Obviously, you know. Ah, obvi- that's short for obviously. But Colin is a big vanilla latte guy. Yeah. For as long as I've known him. You know, I'm very basic. I have to stick with that. Don't don't say that about yourself. That's just your coffee order. You stick to it. I, you, I would actually consider myself more basic because I just get drip coffee. Yeah. But for the record, in my defense, the lattes help with the consistency of, you know, comparing places because that's what I get everywhere. It's easy to compare it. Um, they use Anthology Coffee there, which is another place we'll be, we will be attending yeah. at some point. Um yeah, it was a good latte. No complaints. I liked that it wasn't super sugary. Um, it was also mixed very well, like Ver. Yeah. Right? The yeah. barista? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. She was super nice, super cool. She uh, she gave us two latte, or two coffees for free on the house, which was very generous of her. They were very cool about us recording, and we asked. And yeah, because this was, this was our first time, you know, going in there, seeing if we could record, and thankfully they were, you know, very cool with it. Um, yeah, but I, I saw her, she, you know, they mix the latte instead of just like pouring it all on top of each other. So all the flavor does mix really well. Um, very smooth, not too, you know, I don't know. It, it was just very well done, What you know. Man, and it's, it's really cool around there too because we were sitting outside and there's like murals and I don't know, it, it is a little bit, like, it's not always a time capsule, but when I was sitting there, I was thinking about the Paquette plant, like how cars were made in the Fisher Building, where car parts were designed and made. So it's just kind of cool to be in that intersection of Milwaukee Junction. You see what I did there? Yeah, I did. <laughs> but but I, I overall, can I talk about the food now? Yeah, just make sure you're staying uh, close to the mic. Okay, I got you, I got you. But um, the burrito was really good. I got chorizo, and it was quite delicious. And Yes, which, if you're watching the um, the, the video version, um, you should have already seen the burrito before we got to the studio. True. But it was six bucks, which is nothing. And if you want a quick little breakfast snack. It was a good size. It was really good. Yeah. Sam gave me uh, a bite, and it was it was very tasty. Courtesy bite is important, because then you get that aspect. Yeah, and then you had a bite of the muffin. Which was really good, and I'm not always a fan of pastries like that, because I'm, yeah. a, I'm a sugar freak. Like, I try to stay away from it. Um, I'm, just, a, I'm a big blueberry scone and blueberry muffin guy. Yeah. Like, those are my two, like, go-to things, and not every place has a good muffin. 
and when I say that, I mean like most places are just super sugary, or you know they put them in uh, the little oven and then they they overheat them. Yeah. And then you get this crusty muffin, and nobody <laughs> wants a crusty muffin. Nobody wants a crusty muffin. I'll tell you that much. But um, man. I, I would go back there in a second, and I've only been there once, but my brother lives right over there, and if my brother was ever interested in coffee, I could be like, hey, Tom, how about you drive three minutes to Milwaukee, and then I'll drive 15, and we'll go hang out. Yeah. But that's just me. I do have a question for you offbeat, though. Yeah, go for it. Do you have any um, wellness tips entering the winter? Hmm. You know, um, it's a good question. You know, as someone who's just like a hobbyist, right? I don't have any, you know, extreme knowledge on this. This is just, it's coming from somebody who likes to work out, take care of their body. Um, Obviously, hydration is key. I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, just making sure you hydrate enough can do a lot for your health. it helps with your energy. I guess my my go-to thing in the morning is wake up, get a tall glass of cold water and a banana. And you know, big glass of water, banana, first thing in the morning, it, it wakes you up. That sounds like a good start to the day. That's what I do before I go to the gym. And you know, it helps. The reason I ask is because fall and like winter is coming upon us and we talk about coffee and coffee has a lot to do with wellness, but at the same time, I think it's important that we spread some tips because winter gets cold and then there's less to do. And then people, you know, they find themselves with more time and that can be depressing for some people. So I think it's important to have a, uh, like a winter only hobby, like something you only do in the colder months which is something that I don't do um I know like most of my friends you know uh will go like skiing snowboarding some sort of outdoor activity I never had like done that so I, I guess that would be you know kind of circling back a goal of mine uh would be like trying to find like a good winter hobby coming up because nice. I, I definitely find that the things that I typically like to do um are, you know, outside, and in the winter you can't do that. Are you a little scared? Because I, I feel like my brother's always been trying to get me into snowboarding, and I'm like, I'm a little scared because I haven't started yet. So, like, I feel like I'd be a little bit behind. Yeah. I've also, no, I feel like most people I know who have done snowboarding or skiing have very badly injured themselves at some That's point. That's what I'm worried A about. lot of torn ACLs. Um, it's like the weird way your like body moves. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've kind of chosen to kind of just skip over that and try to find another hobby. I haven't found one yet. You should get on um, some Legos. I love Legos. I haven't built Legos in a very long time. Because Legos are expensive, but yeah. I have a few sets that I've kind of been waiting to build because I'm like, I probably should wait till yeah. winter when I have nothing to do. But you know, Sam, not everyone has a Lego plug. True, true. I have a Lego plug. Not gonna reveal the source, but it's really close to me. <laughs> Lego Sam gets Lego sets for free. I do. <laughs> we won't be, we can't talk about it any more than this, but no, no, we really can't talk about it anymore. But just know that I have a Porsche nine eleven 
just awesome in my room, and I have a Batmobile in my fireplace. So I'm going to – it's a subtle flex, but at the same time, Legos are awesome. So I'm just trying to – I'm trying to spread that wealth of yeah. knowledge. Also, anyone who says that, like, Legos are for kids, it's like wh- – whatever. Try to put together a set that's 18-plus then. Yeah. That's what I'll say because – You're probably just intimidated by the fact that we can put Legos together. And you, you give me a 3,000-piece Lego, you give me two hours, and I will go right through that thing. I'm telling you, it's hard. It's not It's not easy, because if you mess up one step, like last year, I'm, I had the Batmobile, and I messed up one step, and I had to go back like a book. Yeah. And it was so demoralizing to my you know, spirit. You know the, you know the two-by-ones? Yeah. Take two of those together. You, yeah, you try getting one of those apart. You can't do it. Not not, not the rookies. No, I know what we you mean. can do it. I know what you mean though. I used to like wedge my nail in there and be like, Neep. "How'd you do it?" <laughs> okay, just wanted to make <laughs> sure. Trying to make the noise, but it was more of a, like a click. It was more like a. No, you did it better than me. Yeah. Sorry, that was a little offbeat, <clears throat> but I feel like it's important to ask you about those things because yeah. it went from wellness to Legos. And I have that's a question. Exactly the way I want. I have a question to go. for you. Go Sam. ahead. Um, you know. As we, uh, you know, get into doing the video version of the, the podcast, yeah. what is uh, the thing you're most, most forward, uh, what's the thing you're looking forward to the most that we can share now that before wasn't really possible when it was just audio? I think, I think like right now would be a huge part of it because like I am having a lot of fun doing this and of course we're not 100%, we're not pros by any means, but like, I enjoy doing this show with you and this camera will show that because I smile and like show my emotion through it. And I think people can see that, but also, you know, we're walking the walk now. Like people can see besides a picture that we're going to these places and we're trying to enjoy them. And like, you definitely got some good shots in Milwaukee. And I think that giving people visual aid will be huge. Yeah, I think, I think um, I don't. Know, I think that the doing the video will help out a lot because, like you said, it gives people a visual thing to associate with the places. Yeah. Whereas I feel like you know, it, it's very difficult to articulate um, the like what a place visually looks like over audio. Obviously, some people can do it really well, but I don't think that Sam and I are. are I don't think either of us are like particularly amazing at you know, very, uh, giving very descriptive, uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't just go like, to college for coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it and I'm a fan of it and I'm a, I'm a fan of environments. So it's like when we go there, you can at least see how we feel and we're, we're relative. Like a lot of people that listen to the show are probably our peers. So you can yeah. kind of get shout a, out, shout out to all our friends who, who listen. We, we do appreciate yeah. it. And you, shout out my family too. You guys are like our, our bread and butter of our fans, and we appreciate it. You know, we're we're starting small, but hoping to you know we're we're hopeful that the video uh, format will open up a lot of doors because we can also cut down portions of it and post that on social media just to get people's like more of a glimpse because not everyone can sit down and like listen to a forty five minute uh, video or audio right away. But then you know, offering people shorter cut down versions, I think can be, you know, 
a good medium to go into. We want to be accessible. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like also, I was just talking about it on my interview with like content. I was like, reels and shorts are like where it's at now because people don't want to pay attention for more than like five minutes. But it's worth the payoff for a lot of things. And also like, I feel like us giving those three minute glimpses will show that, you know, we're committed to this thing, so. We're here for the long run. Shout out the Mean Bean Show. It's a real special place in my heart. But I'm that's really all I have to say about Milwaukee and everything else. Okay. Um what did you think about the uh I'm trying to think. Like the the space itself, what did you think about it, you know, minus the coffee? Like obviously we we went there, you got drip coffee, yeah. you liked it, but what was it that stuck out to you, you know, as we transition towards the bean factor, okay. the mean bean factor? Yeah, true. Um, friendly, co- the co- I mean, the staff was awesome. Yeah. And, and I definitely felt comfortable in the people walking in there. Like, you could tell that it's a place where, like, a select few go in all the time and just enjoy going in there. Yeah, the, you, you could tell that, like, most people there knew the people working on, yeah. like, a first-name basis. Which is cool, because I mean, I think probably every shop, every coffee shop does have regulars. The, the regulars, yeah. but it seemed like that place was like almost entirely uh, made up of like regulars, which is really cool because like that's that's definitely a, a sense of community. Um, the plants were awesome. Yeah, and just like the yeah, whoever whoever did the like interior design of that place did an amazing job. Yeah. Um, I would feel confident saying that out of any of the places we've gone so far, strictly speaking about the interior design of that place, I would say it's probably the best. I yeah, put it strict, up. A- strictly just looking at like the design, the interior, like you know the layout, everything. Like it's it's not a huge place, but the design of it is very well thought out. I'd put it up against Congregation. That's the only, but that's because Congregation's got the unique church on the yeah. interior, and. And that's why Milwaukee goes up, because it's unique as well. Like, it's a small little space. And I don't even know what the floor was like, but I, I, was, I think I was just kind of drawn by everything. Like, it was all aesthetically pleasing to me. Yeah, it was very nice. It was a nice space to be in. And you know. You know I'm wearing it. Like, I love, like, light green. So Got a green hoodie that ex- on? Yep, that espresso machine just was glorious. Yeah, it was a sexy machine. I hope you have to pay ten dollars for sexy. No. No, we don't. No, we're good. Awesome. We're good. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but <laughs> I just wanted to scare you a little bit. I got a little nervous. I, but the thing is, I said it right after, so it was like twenty dollars. Yeah, it would have been just both of us. Um, for those people who did not see the uh, the video format and are just listening to the audio. I think it's important that we talk about the third space. Yeah. Which, you know, I'd recommend everyone, you know, go watch the video version. But if you're only here for the audio version, um, when we were there, I spoke with Sam about the, I, the concept of a third space. Um, again, I don't know the name of the person who coined this term, but essentially a third space is a place that you go to hang out and interact with people that is not home and it's not work. Um, which like at first glance sounds very simple but if you think about it not everyone has that space especially like you know i think for 
younger people is probably school, right? That's that third place. Um, but then that kind of becomes, uh, it, it loses its sense after a while, right? Because like once you go to class and on campus and everything, it kind of loses that sense of like uniqueness. So I think having a third space to go to is really important. Um, and third spaces have kind of been dying since like the 60s and 70s because, you know, as suburbanization took over, you know, everything turned to like shopping malls and, you know, especially like in America, it's like you really need a car to go places. Like there's very, yeah. there's very little walkable communities. Um, and to me, Milwaukee Cafe seemed like the perfect example of that, of like a third space where you just go there with like no plans. You don't go there to like work on stuff. You just go to like talk to people and interact and have, you know, genuine uh, conversations with everybody. I think that's a huge thing, especially now, too, because I, I feel myself being less social than I was a few years ago. And I think that's part of the reason, like, the show was started, because we talked about it, like, going to a place, like, I could be going crazy in my house. For, I'm in my house for too long, and I'm getting antsy, and I'm like, maybe just let me leave my house, get a cup of coffee, or just, like, sit and just read a book outside my house. That's so important. Yeah, and, and I think after the last few years, I think everyone's obviously suffering from, like, you know, feeling pent up and being inside. Um, you know, obviously, everyone went through being locked up in their house for, you know, what felt like, a, you know, over a year of, like, you know, a lot of isolation. So I think people are still kind of, like, hungry and antsy to, like, get out of the house and, like, go places. Um so yeah, I think it's it's amazing that there are spaces like that in Detroit. And Milwaukee Cafe isn't the only place that's like yeah. that, but I think that it's a really good example of it because it, it's sure. it's not a place you go to work on stuff, right? Yeah, it, it's more set up for conversation, which I think is really cool. That or I would love to read a book there and just yeah. kind of chill. Um, I just want to bring it up because I haven't yet on the season. Shout out my boy Ponderosa. I just got a new cat does make me want to be at home more but at the same time like going out and getting the space from them makes me love them even more yeah so pondy pondy's dope yeah i just adopted a cat i'm a cat owner it's it's a huge responsibility and i hope he's with me for at least 25 years sam is a happy father i i and you know i don't want to be like i don't want to call him my son um, I'd like to be more of like a guardian presence where I'm like, hey, you can do what you want. And I'm not going to try and discipline you, but if you're going to be scratching on the couch, I'm going to have to tell you to stop. Like, come on, champ. Come, yeah. More of like a pat on the back. Like, hey, you know better. That's exactly it. And then you throw him to the curb. <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm worried about him being an outdoor cat because there's like cats that fight outside my house. So, like... I don't think that would be good because I think they would just pick on him. They'd be like, oh, he's so spoiled inside. Let's let's mess him up. Let's beat him up. And that's just how I think about things. So you're not training him is what it sounds like. Um, no, I'm not training him to fight. He's a lover. But I am going to get him, like, maybe, like, a, a catio where he can, like, there's, like, cage, like, cage things where you can go outside. And I might just do that. Get him something so he can go outside. Yeah. I want him to have that space. I'm going to. I just right. financially, it's not there right now. That's understandable. <laughs> it's tough out here. Financially, it's more like little credit card, little spread it out. You know, I, Dave Ramsey would kill me. Yeah, 
We should get Dave Ramsey on the show. I think so, too. That's I, th- actually, I think he'd love to be on the he show. He would actually hate us because he would we talk about how he was spending spend, coffee. Uh, yeah, spending you know, money spending on coffee. Spending six bucks on a latte. He's like, do you yeah. guys realize how poor you guys are because you spend so much money on coffee? And, yeah. And I think he would just be like, you stupid idiots the whole time. This is true. Maybe Dave Ramsey would not be a good guest. But I think it would add, like, a good, like, what is that? Like, we're putting the exact opposite of what we want on this show. Like, he is, he's kind of like the antithesis of, yeah. I mean, being Yeah, this picture show. of Dave Ramsey to, off to the side right here. We should have a picture of Dave Ramsey in this room just to, like, like motivation motivate us. Yeah. That's, Okay. That's yeah. That's that's happening next week. All right. <laughs> Dave Ramsey, you really helped me. Actually, he did help me. I don't know if he helped you, but he definitely makes me think about things. I've more seen financially. I've seen a lot of uh, Dave Ramsey clips on like YouTube or TikTok, and he just answers like the phone call and then answers it. And it's it's either someone who like tells him like what they spend, and then the person's like, oh yeah, I make three hundred thousand dollars a month. Or some guy who, like, has a credit card bill and, like, this and that. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I love how he, um, I was, I was trying to think about what, oh, he, you know, like, you wouldn't expect him to be like this, but he was, he's, like, part of his philosophy is donating to charity, like, yeah. donating it back. So I'm like. What I will say is Dave, Dave Ramsey has, has taught me more about personal finance than anything in school has. Yeah, well, my personal finance class was literally just us watching Dave Ramsey videos, so it's. I feel like it's kind of... Yeah, <laughs> love to see it. <laughs> it's, it's just, that was my public school education, was watching this one guy be like, don't spend money on coffee, no credit cards, and that's that's what I remember. Which is messed up, because credit cards are not evil. No, they're not. If you know how to use if them. If you know how to use them. And you pay, yeah, you pay your balance back. Yeah. Yeah, and he always said pay stuff in cash because it's, yeah, you pay, but, like, if you pay in cash, it's more like you're giving something away instead of just swiping a card. Yeah, but if you're taught, you know, financial literacy, you under, I I think this is getting a little too off topic for a show, but, you know. I don't know. Dave Ramsey really is, like, the enemy of our show, and I think we should try to get him on here by the end of the season. Yeah. Because I think that would be huge. Dave Ramsey, this is our first call out. Of you know, we would like to formally invite you to join the show. And Dave Ramsey, we're gonna challenge every one of your opinions because we actually don't think any of them are good. So, that's, I'm baiting them. Good call. All right. Well, that's. I what I will say about Milwaukee Cafe though is it's a place that I would easily go back to, and I really enjoyed it. And it's just another great coffee place in Detroit. And what would you say the mean bean factor is? The green coffee machine. The green coffee. Yeah. I do too. I I was thinking like that it, as well. I'm not joking. If you're uh, if you're someone who enjoys um, and appreciates like colors and textures and good design, it is worth going there and buying yourself a coffee just to look at the espresso machine. It's beautiful. I think that's a really good answer. And there's a green tile along, along the whole coffee bar. It's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, and we will definitely those be green back. tiles. I want those same green tiles, on in my like bathroom later in life. Like very green, very cozy. I also do have some information to share. When we went there, um, 
we probably should have mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but um, the owner did want me to mention a few things. First is that they are one of the only coffee shops in all of Detroit that opens at 6 a.m. So for any early bird, early bird people or anybody that needs to get to the day going early, if you don't want to go to Starbucks at 6 a.m., they are open at 6 a.m. And if you go before 8 a.m. on the weekdays, you get a dollar off your drink. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even... When did he tell you that? That's After crazy. he left. Okay. Yeah. He was like, thank God Sam left. Now I can tell you the good stuff. That's what he said? Yeah. All right, I take everything back. <laughs> I'm walking cafe. I actually think that their their espresso machine should be dark red. For Christmas. For Christmas. I'm just kidding, though. I, I know even if he said mean things about me, it's not the first time someone said mean things about me, so I can handle it. And, no, I'm joking, Sam. And Nobody I'll, would say that about you. And I'll go back there even if their reputation hurt my feelings a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But that's all I have to say about Milwaukee Cafe. Yeah, I think, you know, first, first episode of season two, you know, we're we're getting acclimated to the video series, the new studio, getting back into it. So, you know, we know it's not perfect. So thank you for staying around and, you know, listening to us. Um, as always, if you guys have suggestions or places you want to check out, um, you guys can do it on the feedback form, which is in the show notes or in the description of the YouTube video if you're watching the video version. Um, but yeah, shout out McKenna. Oh, and one more thing. Um, I'm going to have Colin on in the next two weeks, but I think I'm going to start back up Punkadella Coffeehouse Chats. Okay. So I, it's a little more solo interview type thing, but I really want Colin to be one of my first guests because... I'd be honored. He's my guy. And also follow my art, please. Like, I'm, 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 I'm creating a lot recently, so I, I got to start selling some of my work, but it's, I'm, I'm on a grind. Same as I'm putting in work. I'm trying. Trying you know, to get we're better. trying to put our creative energy out in 2022 and continue it on because there's no such thing as time, just a continuous spectrum. So that's all I have to say. Thank you, everyone. I hope you guys have a great week, and I'm out. <laughs>